The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. God, my computer's so big. <laughs> so big. Like, it's it's just unwieldy. Well, you're getting older. Your eyesight's getting worse. Yeah. yeah. But I can just zoom in. Do you ever, like, catch your parents, like, on their phone and they've, like, done the zoom in thing where like, everything's Everything's huge. gigantic. Our boss has that. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm about to be fired. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Did I do the – I didn't do the intro. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football from beautiful Louisville, Texas, Texas Football Today. You probably did. Uh, I know. Your official Game of Thrones postgame show. No. My name is Greg Tupper. <laughs> I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Magazine, TexasFootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on the Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his Wallet 42nd birthday today. <laughs> Happy birthday to Sarah Michelle Geller. Yes, thank you. You did his. Uh, first it's also Baker Mayfield's birthday. First four through the door. Brent Holman, Miziel Romero, Daniel Agnew, and Ed. McElroy and and Miziel has a question off the top that I think Boy, is, is all right. Can oh, get through the intro? Skipping Currently wondering how Tepper feels about going through all the trouble of fixing that T on his computer now. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, damn. Well, but here's the thing. So if you didn't <laughs> know, are we sure that Miziel was the guy who stole it? I told the whole story on Tep and Step, which is up now at TexasFootball.com. Yeah, uh, but my computer got stolen on a Wednesday, and um, but the there's actually like. A very small silver lining to this, which is that because I had to get a new computer, it forced me to back everything up. So at worst, I was three weeks back because that's how new the computer was. So all things considered, that's that's not too bad. And sitting to my right, the king of town, to my poopsmith, our West African prince, it is Ishmael Johnson. (laughs) You didn't think you were going to get a Homestar Runner reference here on a a Monday morning, (laughs) did (laughs) you? I'm happy it wasn't a Game of Thrones reference. Thank you. Do you guys want to talk about it? No. Are, so, do you watch it? No, of course not. Oh, okay, I was going to say, but I don't all, think anyone at DCTF watches it. But let's it. all pretend yeah. we do. Oh, Did man. you guys see the thing? Where the with, person got murdered? With the swords. Whoa, oh, man. That, the, thing that, the thing that you didn't and think that, was going to happen and happened. And that other person got revenge. I, oh. I cannot believe the plot. Guys, yeah. which dragon's going to throw? Don't get me started on dragons. <laughs> don't get me started on dragons or uh. castles. Or chairs. Who's going to yeah. win the Game of Thrones? It's yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. But we're coming to the end. And I don't know how many more dice rolls everyone has left. <laughs> I know. It is D&D, right? <laughs> it's just like, it's the... the dun- it's this the, Dungeon Master this season sucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Game of Thrones is great. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Today like is, what you like. Sorry. Yeah, do you. People uh, people like this show, and right, that yeah, is exactly. certainly Well, I was going to say, people, uh, you know, if you're tuning in for this, yeah, you, you, you want us to be focusing on the magazine anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's, that's the truth. Yeah, right. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Today is my brother's <laughs> super ender, and I'm like, all right. 
Cool. Cool, man. Yeah. You're into a, a show about chairs. Uh, today <laughs> is Monday, April 15th, 2019, 227 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 740. 740, Jason McDonald's OPS in his Lester's Texas Rangers career. Those 38 unforgettable games in 2000. That's a University of Houston alum. On today's show, guys, we've got uh, some news and notes, including some high school football uh, coaching moves. Uh, retirement came down today that we will need to talk about, talk about as well as we had two spring games. Uh, Texas's spring game and Texas A&M spring game. We will talk about those. And then back half of the show, we have an expert here uh, that we're going to open the giant oversized comically large door and bring in an expert and talk a little bit of Texas State football. Uh, you'll never guess who it's going to be. <laughs> that's coming up here. You, But that's a tease. You're going to need to hang on <laughs> so that you can figure out who our Texas State expert is. It's so one of the Lannisters. A little bit. <laughs> That's a name, right, in the show? It is. It's okay. all, yeah. It's one of the dragons. <laughs> that's one. Yeah. It's that's, one. That's of, the dragon. It's one of the. It's one of the. That's actually the name of the throne. It's one of the winter guys, <laughs> right? <laughs> Snow has something to do with this, right? Mm-hmm. What's a wh- which one's the White Walker? I don't, <laughs> dude. <laughs> this is. I'm sure there are people who really who like. There is. There's got to be a small crossover of the Venn diagram right. of people who like this show. And no, people there's who probably like a little Game, yeah, Game a little of Thrones. Slipper. Um, but mm, I'm sure they're very mad at us. They're like, oh, no, it's actually very good. And I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's great. Um, I was watching Bob's Burgers. Uh, all right. Oh, nice. So it, yeah, it's so good. It's so good. If you like puns, and that <laughs> this is, is the that one is, thing this guy likes. And that is essentially the, uh, the, the currency of this show. <laughs> if you like puns, Bob's Burgers, oh, my God, just <laughs> swimming in them. All right. Let's get to a few things. First and foremost, let's talk a little bit about um, some spring games. There were some spring games this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, although weather tried to do their best to hold everything down. But Texas had their spring game. Uh, this is going to be, obviously, there's a lot of high expectations uh, in Austin on the Texas Longhorns. And this is, uh, obviously, a lot of intrigue into what's going on there. A lot of things, you know, the, the thing about spring games, I don't take a ton from them except to see... Essentially, which youngsters mm-hmm. the coaching staff likes. Right. Unless there's a position battle going on, like, you're, mm-hmm. you know, nothing's really... And even then, like, nothing's really solidified till the fall anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, you, yeah, the guys that come on campus, Jordan Whittington's, the, uh, the Garrett Wilson's over at Ohio State, those are the ones you're like, okay, they enrolled early, or perhaps the redshirt freshman that took off 2018, mm-hmm. things like that. That's what you kind of look for in the spring game. Right. And, and so that's, that's kind of what I'm, I'm looking for. And so at Texas, there were a couple of guys that I think it's pretty clear that they, they really like. Mm-hmm. One of them is, surprise, surprise, Jordan Whittington. Right. Uh, they, they moved him around to receiver. They moved him around to running back. They gave him the ball in a variety of different ways. I don't think that's necessarily a surprise. Mm-mm. I think all of us could have seen coming that this was a guy who was going to see the field sooner as opposed to later, right. and he was going to get have a big impact on this team. And it feels like he's going to fill that kind of X-factor role mm-hmm. of he's the guy that we're going to put in on third and short, mm-hmm. knowing full well that we might swing it out to him, we might direct snap it to him, we right. might do a variety of different things, we might split him out wide. There's a lot of things that they're going to do. I think with Jordan Whittington, he was a guy who kind of who kind of stood out. Um, Kobe Bice and Jalen Green also stood out on the defensive side. Uh, it seems like the guy uh, who's going to so the backup quarterback for Sam Ellinger, and we should note that Sam Ellinger is a guy who who run who who never learned to slide. 
for all the things Sam Ellinger does well. Right. Sliding is not one of them. Yeah. So he's a guy who takes some hits. So the backup quarterback spot is going to be important. It seems like Casey Thompson, the, the redshirt freshman quarterback, acquitted himself pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like there's a lot of youngsters on this Texas roster that are going to be able to step up and, and, and take on relatively key roles yeah. in 2019, and they're going to need it. Too. Yeah, because you mentioned Casey Thompson, and yeah, uh, in addition to Sam Ellinger's play style, I mean, Texas had talent at that back of quarterbacks, but before mm-hmm. all the transfer, you know, uh, obviously um, uh, 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 Shane Bichelle went mm-hmm. to the SMU, Cameron Rising left as well, so like that was a really talented depth chart. That was depleted, and now it's on Casey Thompson to be that guy in the locker room, to be one of the leaders now, uh, because that backup quarterback spot is also one of those uh, revered locker room guys mm-hmm. too, um, in in many respects. And every national power, it feels like it feels like has a capable backup in case yes. something happens. You're not you're not penciling something as a loss just because Sam Ellinger's out of the game. It's no that's the new thing is that you've got to make sure you have two quarterbacks. Right. And if you don't have two quarterbacks, then you might as well have none. So mm-hmm. so it seems like Texas feels pretty good about their backup quarterback uh, in Casey Thompson. Over in College Station, Texas A&M had their spring game as well. And the one thing that stood out um, is it seems like even with some losses up front, the defensive line feels like it's going to be. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, we, we knew Justin Matabuke was going to kind of step up and be the new face of the front seven. Mm-hmm. You know, th- they still need help at linebacker, but he was very good. Bobby Brown, uh, after seeing a little bit of time in 2018 um, as a freshman, um, you know, 14 tackles. He was an all SEC freshman. Looks like he could be ready to take that next step. Um, and then on offense, Michael Clemens also defensive on defensive end spot. Seems like he could be stepping up on the offensive side. Um, look, he's. A lot of the questions are going to be around uh, around the both up front, mm-hmm. which kind of hard to get a read on. You know, if your defensive line looks great, then what does that say about your offensive right. line? Right. But the rest of the offense, it's going to be a, around the margins, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be guys like backup quarterback, where um, uh, Zach Calzada looked like he kind of stepped in, and another then back, uh, Nick Starkle, another backup yeah. who left, and so the, that's a crucial spot for a And They need year. a backup quarterback to Kellen Mond, uh, another guy who who can who runs a little bit, and mm-hmm. and you know, hadn't necessarily been injury prone, I would say, but he's a guy who you know, you're one hit away, sure, and especially when you, you're a mobile quarterback like Kellen Mond in the SEC. And the other guy that kind of stood out is Baylor Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, tight end from yeah. Brock. This is a guy that we, we knew was going to step in and, and that Texas a was very, very high on. Mm-hmm. Well, here, you know, they need a guy to step up and kind of fill the role that Jay Sternberger did mm-hmm. to be kind of that first and last read, mm-hmm. right? Where on some plays it's going to be, he's the, the short yardage guy. We know we can get five yards, we throw to him. But also the guy who's the safety, the, 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 the safety valve. Right. That when these talented receivers are not open and you need to dump it off to somebody, you need somebody who's going to be able to step up. Jay Sternberger was that guy last year. It's big shoes to fill, but Baylor Huge. Cup is you know one of the highly touted recruits in the country. Yeah, and you know s- seemingly, obviously, probably won't happen year one, but eventually, you think he will get somewhere near that level. Yeah, he could be an all-conference type of tight end. So uh, uh, he flashed a little bit in the spring game, uh, but overall, that is uh, those are the, the look at the spring games. Um, another thing. Uh, that we had our eye on is that there, there are, of course, always Texas high school football coaching changes uh, around the state. One of them that came down, actually, actually, really, what I read on, I read on Facebook. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. this is where I read it uh, because I'm. I don't mean to brag, but I'm Facebook friends with Don Clayton. Uh, but Katie, <laughs> Katie Cinco Ranch coach Don Clayton is is retiring after a uh, a tremendous career. Um, this is a guy who's already in the um, the THSCA Hall of Honor. Um, certainly has all the, you know, has he's after 19 years 
Uh, he's he's retiring. This is apparently something that that he knew for for a while. This is kind of something he was he was he was feeling good. Uh, he led the Cougars to 141 and 78 record uh, since the school's inception in 1999. 13 playoff appearances in 19 in 19 seasons. Uh, they went to the semifinals twice in 09 and 16. Uh, overall, uh, a winning percentage of 100 151 and 108. Um, a guy who uh, is decided to. Uh, to take a little bit of time off and, 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 and hang out with grandkids. I know he's got a couple of grandkids. Um, he's, he's excited to, to um, enjoy retirement. So we wish the very best uh, to Don Clayton um, retiring there at Katie Sinker Ranch. But obviously, Katie Sinker Ranch is open, and that is a good gig. That's going to be a gig that, that I think people are going to be uh, lining up to, to pay attention or to, to uh, apply for. Um, also, one other thing, Austin Lanier has come open. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Hay, uh, Hayhurst has resigned his post. Uh, he is going to take a job on the staff at Leander Rouse. And so Austin Lanier uh, has come open. Uh, that's more or less it. You know, Step and I talked about this on, on Tep and Step, the premium high school football podcast for insiders only at TexasFootball.com. Uh, but this is the time where the coaching carousel winds to a halt. And there will be a couple more here and there. Obviously, there's still some, some jobs open mm-hmm. that are uh, a lot of them, I think, are going to hire tonight and tomorrow night. But... Really, I would say after tax day is when there's a bit of a line of demarcation where it's like, oh, okay, well, this is pretty late in the game. Mm-hmm. After about April 15th is when things get kind of late in the game for a coaching move. Uh, we, we will see what else comes down the pike because there are always two or three coaching moves that come down that, that end up having a bit of drama attached to them. <laughs> but you can get all the Texas high school football scuttlebutt in the uh, in the new episode of Tep and Step, oh. our premium high school football podcast. You should listen to it. I should. You should. I, I won't. Are you an insider? I am. Oh. <laughs> good. It's a very good package. He's literally inside the walls of the building. Yeah, yeah I guess that's I could just sit in on you guys recording. Yeah, you'd be like, you'd be like hey, could you send me that file? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You airdrop me that file. <laughs> We are attacking foot. Whoa, my God. Whoa, easy, no. easy, easy. Oh. Take two. Take Golly. two. <clears throat> In three, two. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Alert! 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 New promo alert. Yeah. And here with a new promo is Greg Tepper. Hi, I'm Greg Tepper. Let me tell you a little bit about the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider Package. Um, we have flipped. The, we have made the flip. And what we mean by that is that right now, if you become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, you are pre-ordered for the 2019 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. So the first magazine you will get as part of your two-magazine package is the 2019 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We will mail it to you directly in your mailbox before it hits, before it hits store shelves. I'm going to say that again. We will mail you the magazine before other people are able to buy it. It will be in your mailbox. Don't run around to Walmart, H&B, Brookshire's. Instead, let us mail it directly to you. You also get the 2019 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, which comes out in December. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content, TexasFootball.com, including the aforementioned Tep and Step, our premium high school football podcast. New episode up right now at TexasFootball.com. Uh, you also get access to our brand spanking new recruiting site, which is coming out very shortly. 
It's going to be very, very cool. Lots of great uh, items up at TexasFootball.com for the recruiting site with our friends at Next Level Athlete. You also get, uh, during the season, a lot of great stuff, including computer rankings of every Texas high school football team, computer projections of every Texas high school football game, uh, premium podcasts, Texas Football Today extras, all sorts of good stuff. All that. Did I miss anything? Is that about it? Hmm. Okay, Max was mistaken. <laughs> All for the low, low price of nineteen ninety five for the first year. Nineteen ninety five for the first year. Let me put it this way: if you were to buy the two thousand and nineteen summer edition and the two thousand and nineteen recruiting edition off of store shelves, you would spend more than nineteen ninety five. We sure. are bad at business. <laughs> Take advantage of our <laughs> ignorance. Of our badness. Of our badness, and become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Makes a great gift as well. Um, Easter's coming. It's true. Put it in somebody's Easter basket. What's, yeah. what's the uh, what's the drill tweet? Uh, someone help me budget. My family is dying. $3,000 candle budget. Perfect perfect <laughs> example. Yeah, don't spend $300,000 on candles. Instead, spend 1995 on a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider package. Uh, it's TexasFootball.com/insider to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Also, my boss wanted me to mention a couple of things. Um, one other thing you get with the uh, the insider package mm-hmm. is yes. access to the archives. Uh, we are uh, we've t- teamed up with the Non Perel Institute, which is an organization that um, trains adults with autism to uh, with a variety of digital skills that helps them go off and get a job. Where we're super proud to to hire them on and ask them to do uh, you know th- this work for us. They're done an unbelievable job so far. They are digitizing all of our magazines. So right now the nineteen 19- 60s and 1970s. So all 20 of those magazines are up at texasfootball.com slash archives for insiders. You can access that by Friday in the archive. We'll have the 80s up. So we'll have 1980 through 1989 up at texasfootball.com slash archive. Uh, if you're going to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, I will ask you to please use the promo code AUTISM. It is Autism Awareness Month. Please use the promo code AUTISM. Uh, we will donate 10 so it's 1995 we will donate 10 of those dollars to the nonpareil institute in your name so pretty cool opportunity there uh, also we've got dave campbell's book if you want to buy that it's half price right now at texasfootball.com uh dave campbell's favorite texas college football stories by dave campbell i'm supposed to promo that so uh, it's a good book <laughs> a lot of good stuff in there a lot of good stuff in there okay and if you're listening to the podcast or oh, watching yeah. it right now oh yeah TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Oh, is it up? Oh, it's up. If you go oh to our website right now oh and, and click on recruiting, oh you'll see God. that a new part of the website is up and live. And oh. we will have more announcements with, about that later this week. Oh, turn your ad blocker off. God. But <laughs> it's there. Oh, my God. TexasFootball.com slash recruiting slash rankings. You go can look crazy. at the full rankings list. Oh, my God. Mm. We got our top ten up right now. More on that Enjoy. coming up. Okay. Now, Max, could you do me a favor? Yes. Could you put me on a single? Oh, sure, yes. No. Okay. okay. Uh, sure, now, could you do me a favor, and could you walk over to that giant, comically oversized door <laughs> and open up the door and bring in our Texas State expert? Yes, Okay, here on. he goes. He's going over there. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, there's the door. Welcome. Oh, hey. Okay, <laughs> he's, he's walking over here. All right, here to talk a little bit about Texas State. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ishmael Johnson. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. I don't know why that door's so big. I don't know um, why. <laughs> okay. You asked me to leave and then come back. It was really weird. So you're, you're <laughs> writing the Texas State preview for the for <laughs> yeah. 2019 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Yep. And you were down in San Marcos. Mm-hmm. You went down to San Marcos and, and, and talked with a number of people down there. Mm-hmm. 
first and foremost, obviously there is a new regime in, in charge. Right. Jake Spavital has come in, taking over Forever Withers. It, can you, you're a guy who knows this program really well. Mm -hmm. Can you sense some sort of difference between what was and what is? Absolutely. Oh, um, really? Because for everything that, because I wrote when, when Withers was let go, I wrote a piece saying that whether or not he won or whether or not he was successful or not in the wins and loss columns, Texas State needed a coach like Ever Withers to clear the slate. And, yeah, I agree with that. And with Jake Spavital, and I, and I believe Withers' presence, whether, whether it was in the media, with alumni, all that, it might have come off as standoffish, but I think that was just him. He knew what he had to do. He was come. I'm I'm here to coach football. Very, mm -hmm. you know, very. Uh, I don't say close-minded. That's the wrong word. But tunnel, tunnel vision. Tunnel vision. There yeah. you go. Jake Spavital is here to. He is not only here to do everything. He wants to do everything. He's mm -hmm. here to shake the hands. He's here to. Uh, I, I talked to him on two separate occasions, and the guy you saw in the opening press conference was the guy that is that Jake Spavital is. He's. Shook every media member's hand every to both interviews. It was a scrum for both of them. Uh, both times I was out there, he's like, "Oh, hey, how you doing? You know, mm -hmm. oh, introduce yourself." Blah blah blah. Uh, really enthusiastic about it. You could tell that he's gotten the same questions over and over again. Obviously for spring camp, because uh, some people just go to one one practice and they got to ask all the questions that he's already probably answered before. Doesn't matter. He gives you a very very thoughtful answer every time. Mm. Um, talking to people around, other coaches around. The alumni love him. He's going to these events. He's loving going to Houston to talk to a lot of the alumni base in Houston. He's just – part of it is I know uh, – I want to say part of it is him being at A&M, right? Because A&M is a place where every booster wants to know every coach. Correct. Right? And so when you're – how old was he? 28 when yeah. he was thrown into that offensive coordinator gig? They want to know why is a 28-year-old running this offense? Right, the one that was ju that just produced a Heisman Trophy winner and sent a head coach to Texas Tech. Why is this guy now the new guy? And I think that he was probably used to being that kind of you know with with Texas. There's a lot of politics that goes on being a coach. Sure, um, shaking the right hands, getting to know the right people. You know, you don't want to get on the bad side of certain people in your alumni base, your booster base. And so I think that that time at A and M really, really got him used to being in the spotlight at a young age and now that he's the guy he's like oh this is a cake i've done this before you know interesting and so that's the kind of the vibe i get is you get a guy who's obviously here to fix the offense primarily that's why he was brought in but i think underlying all of that you have a guy who wants to he wants to make everybody happy here and withers i don't want to say he didn't want to make people happy but he was like i'm gonna make them happy by producing a good team yeah and not necessarily i, I could shake your hand and say one thing but if I don't win, you know, what's it matter? Jake right. Spavito's like, I'm going to do both. I'm, He's I'm, willing to yeah. be that politician. I'm be your best friend, and I'm going to go, yeah, and Got I'm going to go try to make this team win. That's interesting. Now, obviously, you know, you mentioned the the offense, and the offense, the Texas State offense was uh, miserable. Was that the offense? <laughs> uh, yeah, thank God for some of the other bottom feeders in the yes. state because Texas State probably would have been the— It was a very yeah. it was 126th in offensive S&P Plus last week. Yeah. Here. Uh, not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. Uh, but— uh, they go three and nine. Mm -hmm. Not only do they bring in Jake Spavital, who's a, an offensive kind of a, a wunderkind, if you mm -hmm. will, but they bring in kind of an OG uh, yeah. as their offensive coordinator, Bob in, Stitt. And Bob Stitt. Yeah. Did you get any sort of sense from talking to people down there about what we can expect from the Texas State offense in 2019? It was interesting. So I asked uh, Coach, I asked Jake Spavital about what was his process of uh, hiring Bob Stitt because typically when a young coach, whether it's offensive or defensive side. Uh, uh, special is, uh, is their specialty they go experience for the other side of the ball hmm. right like so like I kind of expected Jake Spavadol to kind of bring in a younger offensive coordinator and then hire an experienced guy for defensive 
for his defensive coordinator slot to let him kind of run the offense. He did the opposite. He went and got Bob Stitt. Mm-hmm. And so I asked, what was your mentality? And he's like, look, this guy's just an innovator of the game. Like, why would I not want to collaborate with what he's done? And plenty of coaches, Dana Holgerson's referenced him before. Mm-hmm. He's references, referenced at all these levels. And I think you can expect it's going to be Jake Spav- or I think it's going to be a mixture of both. Like, it's going to be an, uh, a, a semblance of the air raid which is what obviously Jake Spavadol's specialty is. But Bob Stitt's somebody who has the jet jet sweep concepts, who has these very innovative spread uh, concepts that are going to utilize a lot of different players in a lot of different spots. And I think that's where it's going to be really interesting to see is exactly what wrinkle of the air raid we get. Um, and it's really interesting. It was, it was really cool to hear uh, Coach Stitt talk about this because this, as somebody who's referenced by a lot of coaches at every level, NFL down to uh, – Power mm-hmm. Five in the FBS. This is his first power, uh, FBS coordinator gig, mm-hmm. right? He was a head coach at FCS, and then he was a head coach at Colorado School of Mines. But this is his first FBS gig where he's really getting to implement his style mm-hmm. and not just be referenced as a. It's like, oh yeah, Bob Stitt down in the mines. That's he's cool. an analyst or something, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so now it's actually okay. Now he can actually he's going to be calling the plays. Like it's going to be mm-hmm. him. It's not going to be Jake Spavadol. Um And so that's going to be one of the more interesting things to see is now we have two offensive minds coming to, to coming to try and fix this very broken offensive system that's been <laughs> broken for a number of years now it's been broken for for a bit yeah. um so let's move to the other side of the ball mm-hmm. where the uh defensive coordinator mm-hmm. uh, he had to look far and wide to find a defensive <laughs> right. coordinator right. and then he went to thanksgiving dinner <laughs> like, hey, and, you wanna- and he saw his brother zach spavadol <laughs> and said come? hey man you ever been to the Hill Country? <laughs> uh, and so Zach Spavadol is going to be the defensive coordinator, a guy who is kind of co-defensive coordinator, kind of uh, first lieutenant, I would say, to David right. Gibbs out there at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Texas Tech defense got better. Right. It took a, the ball away a lot. Right. Maybe right. they gave up their, their fair share of big plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's the vibe around the defense uh, w- down there in, in San Marcos? That's going to be the interesting part because – a lot of people wanted Chris Woods to hang around uh, mm-hmm. after last year, the uh, former defense coordinator at Texas State. Because the defense was not bad. No, the defense was legitimately, was, yeah. I think, top fifth, top sixty. Mm-hmm. I think it was somewhere around there. Um, legitimately good for how bad of the offense, how bad the offense was. And I believe Bill Conley put it this way: It's like Texas State wasn't very proactive uh, defensively last year, but they played their bend don't break very well. Right? They were able to shut down. They were able to force three and outs. They weren't getting sacks. They weren't necessarily turning the ball over, but they were making sure that teams weren't driving the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. Texas Tech was the opposite. They were getting the turnovers, and teams were still probably driving down the field quite a bit, but they were getting the proactive plays, the forced fumbles, the sacks, the interceptions, things like that, uh, the tackles for loss. And so now blending that with a guy who was part of that Texas Tech defense, trying to meld that with a, a defense that wasn't proactive last year, probably should be mm-hmm. um that's going to be really interesting because also the defensive side of the ball is very very experienced now the front seven i i uh spoilers for the magazine the linebackers are the best in the sun belt like by far mm-hmm. like <laughs> like these linebackers they got frankie griffin coming back who had a uh he was granted another year after being uh coming back last year from injury so their entire linebacker core is back most of their important defensive linemen are back their entire or most of their secondary is back. Like it's in a lot of ways, Zach Spavadol is coming in and saying, Hey, just don't mess this up and make yeah. it a little bit, but take it to the next level and it's fine. So, um, I, I can't wait to see what he does because he's been really enthusiastic and really praising of the defense saying like, man, all these guys, the terminology's down. They got this down. They got this down. 
he was really impressed with how quickly they picked up everything. Well, the spring game was this, this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like, you know, obviously there's going to be a little bit of question at the quarterback spot. Yeah. That, that's where everybody, it sounds like Gresh Jensen, the transfer mm-hmm. from Montana, mm-hmm. uh, acquitted himself pretty well. But Tyler Vitt's a guy who got some starting experience last year. Sure. Or pl- at least played in, in nine games last year. Mm-hmm. Um He's pro- Jensen's probably the front runner. Is that yeah. fair to say? Yeah, it's it's pretty clear. He's been taking most of the first team snaps. Uh, obviously, they didn't want to. He's not going to commit to a guy right now in spring. Mm-hmm. But it, I'd be shocked day one if if we're in College Station and and uh, Gresh Jensen's not taking the. It the seems like there's going to be snaps. a lot of Anthony Taylor too. The running mm-hmm. running game, right? And they, I think I think Anthony Smith is still coming back from injury as well. He was probably their most talented back last year, who missed all of 2018 with a, um, I believe a torn ACL. Um, he's still working his way back. Jalen Nelson's coming back, uh, is really acclimating himself to the running back position now. Um, I think they were kind of figuring out where they wanted to use him last year, and he's. I think he's put on a lot of good weight for the to be a kind of a durable running back now. Uh, the receivers are going to be interesting. I think they have some game breakers in Jeremiah Haydell and uh, Hutch White as well. But uh, there's a lot of a lot of the offense, whether it's the running backs or the receivers, a lot of it is unproven potential. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, oh, I like that guy, but he, you know. Uh, I don't know because the offense was pretty bad overall, so I don't know what he can really do yet. So it's it's a lot of there are probably some playmakers there. We just haven't seen them mm-hmm. produce because they weren't really put in a position to the past couple of years. It's gonna be a, that's gonna be the challenge is finding the playmakers that have these have this potential that wasn't able to necessarily blossom and, the past and, couple of years. And the defense, you know. Look, good. I mean, you got, you got Brian Lundy, you got to have a chance. Right, you, know you got Brian I mean? Lundy, you got, to, you got to have a chance. Jerron Morris last year from mm-hmm. West Orange Stark was an absolute revelation. Might be one of the most talented defensive backs coming back as a sophomore. Um, Pierce Withers is coming back. He's still around. Like, he's he's hanging around. He's he's really talented as well. Uh, I still think he was one of the best secondary guys in, in Central Texas when he came out of high school and out from Bowie. Uh, he's going to be proving himself. Uh He's got oh god I'm forgetting a bunch of their names but Cordell Rogers mm-hmm. coming back, um, uh, this defense is gonna be fun like I will not be surprised if this is a legitimately top forty thirty defense wow. this year because this is they're gonna get, they're gonna be tested early right they go to A and M right they got SMU they mm-hmm. got these high powered offenses that are gonna be trying to push up push points push uh, push the ball yeah. down the field but I think this is gonna they're gonna settle down. And it just depends on how this offense progresses. The defense, I legitimately think, will be fine. It does not matter that Zach Spavadol is a first-year coordinator. That does not matter. The defense will be fine. It's all about the offense, just like last year we said it was going to be about the offense. I'm geeked up, man. I'm fired I'm, up. I'm, I'm, I'm really fired up. Uh, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Maybe that first game at uh, College Station will, will absolutely yeah. temper those expectations really quick. But, uh, no, I'm really enthusiastic. Going down there. Uh, and talking to myself, I was like, okay, I'm, all, I'm definitely on board now. Dishmail Johnson, he is our Texas State insider. Do, do I leave now? I don't yeah, know. go ahead and. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. uh, and now, that's your Texas State talk. There you go. Well, there's going to be a little bit more because we got some questions. Oh, oh we go that. to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Uh, Mizael asking the important questions. Did Ish have time to talk to Spavadol about making sure they wear the throwbacks this year? Mm. <sighs> those are. I did not. Those are. In, in, a, in a state. That has a variety of excellent throwbacks. Sure, Texas State, I think rose to the like top the, last year. Yeah, it was like so good. I wish, like, yeah, sure, you can't wear the SWT every time, but like, if you just adjust the maroon on the the default uh, helmet and just keep the uniforms, yeah, you're good. You're golden. Yeah. You are golden. And besides, I want a reason to wear that sweatshirt again. 
Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, our man Maverick Cassidy, he's at the he was in the press box during yeah. the spring game, mm-hmm. and he said Jensen looks like he's going to be the starter, but Gibson he thinks is going to give him a run. I've been saying that. I've said this is a this is kind of a a, a new life for Jalen Gibson because mm-hmm. he didn't really fit that quarterback uh, the offense that Withers wanted to run where the quarterback's kind of a runner he's an, he's a good runner but he's not he wasn't Vit. he wasn't uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Willie Jones he wasn't mm-hmm. that level of an athlete but I think this is going to be the more of an offense fit for him so we'll see if he can work his way potentially into that backup quarterback slot behind Jensen he said overall he thought uh, the running backs were what impressed him the most mm-hmm. good that's a good a lot that's of a good, Anthony Taylor yeah that's a good sign because again it's a lot of unproven potential with the with the skill positions on offense. You just I think don't I have to know. say Anthony D. Taylor. Aren't there yeah, two there's Anthony Taylor. Anthony, Anthony Taylor is the cornerback from yes. Allen, and Anthony D. Taylor is the running back from. They're Dan both Geyer. great. Yeah, they're not, both great. Not to be confused with Anthony Taylor, the Premier League referee. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Maverick also asked, "Why was the Tech spring game at the Star? This is a thing that Kingsbury started. They play multiple spring games in mm-hmm. multiple locations. Yes, they do. It's that's a recruiting. Thing. Yeah, I was about and, to say that's a smart recruiting when tactic. Nat, friend. When we had Matt Wells on the show a couple weeks ago, yeah. we asked him about that, and he said, "No, we're keeping it. He's like, we want to, you know." I, I think he kind of recognizes that they are a little bit isolated sure. out there, and so they need to make appearances in major metro areas or near major metro areas more often than none. So that's why they have a game in Midland. That's why they have a game in Frisco. It's, you know, they, they want to make sure they are everywhere. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's, uh, that, that's why. Maverick did say it did come up after the game. And he said that Coach Spav did say they would re- revert to, quote, unquote, more traditional uniforms well that that's probably i don't know that mm. might just be kind of ambiguous because like withers was well, a little bit up. more get the hopes oh, i'll get the hopes up but withers was a little bit more eccentric with like his designs and all that because he yeah. had that like that yellow highlighter thing yeah. they had going on so utep like, and texas state should exclusively wear throwbacks that's I, my yeah. uh, that's the official statement of the show there yeah. you go fair enough fair enough uh finally uh matt mcspadden says i played at katie when Coach Clayton was the OC and Coach oh, yeah. Joseph was the DC, Matt, don't date yourself like that. That is <laughs> that's uh, pretty cool. That's a pretty cool. Uh, that's these were my tree. assistant coaches. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Now you've got like one of the best coaches in the state uh, and uh, and, and a, another Hall of Honor, yeah. uh, you know, member. This is uh, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. That it. Yep. Cool. It's gonna do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course see us at TexasFootball.com for Max Thompson and Texas State expert Ishmael Johnson. Okay. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We will see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.